This week on episode 150 of the Convincing Idiots podcast, we talk about the UFO hearing recently. More and more evidence of aliens, perhaps, perhaps living among us. We don't really know. Uh, listen to find out. We talk about the phenomenon of Barbenheimer over the weekend. Is this a sign that the public is ready for different type of movies to get back in the theater? We talk all about that in our main segment this evening. Idiot, Palooza, five bands, living or dead. We pick them. You come see them. Listen, hang with us. And here we go. Hi, this is Aaron from Blake Insurance. You're listening to Convincing Idiots Podcast. I'm convinced. You call it again? Convincing idiots. Convincing idiots. Called it ham gravy. <laughs> I informed them that I sided with the stat man, not just anyone's opinion, the stat man Brian Fisher. His kids today. Jingle uh, All the Way is in fact the best Christmas movie of all time. I need to get grandma a present <laughs> and my herpes is flaring up. <laughs> I got it. Mm-hmm. Yo, yo, yo. Three friends representing three different generations. That's our whole shtick. That's our thing. Mm-hmm. Nick got the whole poop. Mm-hmm. I'm standing in the sea breeze, awesome. holding a turd just mightily. I'm just going any hats. <laughs> anyway, on a lighter note, uh, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the vodcast. Welcome to the broadcast, boys and girls. Welcome to the show. This is convincing idiots. My name's Dean, the Zennial. I'm Brian Gen X. And I am Nick, and I'm a millennial. And this is Convincing Idiots, episode 150. And uh, if this is your first time joining us, you have some catching up to do. Mm -hmm. Like a lot, like 149 other episodes to listen to. Uh, But we welcome you all the same. We are Convincing Idiots. We are... uh, 150 episode deep podcast uh, that we get together weekly and discuss discuss nerd and pop culture issues of the day and other things that we find entertaining in the hopes that perhaps you will as well. So if you've not already done so, feel free to find us on all of your social media platforms. There are so many of them and we are on the vast majority of them. Rather than list them all off to you, I would uh, like to invite you to go Google our uh, link tree. Uh, just Google Convincing Idiots Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R-E-E, and there you will find uh, links to each and every social media platform on which we are on, as well as uh, where you can listen to our lovely voices each and every week. Uh, there's also a link to our merch store on there as well, so you feel free to uh, help support the show if you feel it is just to do so. Um, you can also find all that information and even a little bit more on our website. That's convincingidiots.wordpress.com. Dot com. And if neither of those work for you and you're looking for something a little outside the box of just finding us on the internet, well, we have another option for you. All you have to do is go on your uh, smartphone, your smart device, your smart television perhaps, and search for Boss Code Media. Boss Code Media is a bunch of uh, uh, original content creators, a lot of cool content on there. We're on there. It came from Gen X is on there as well, so be sure to check us out on there and check out boss code media boss code tv is available for all of your smart devices uh we like i said are here for episode 150 it's you know it's it's not 200 but uh and it's not you know the 100 we're somewhere in the middle 
Okay, exactly in the middle, you might say. 150, here we are. The Gen Xer, the Zennial, and the Millennial have stuck it out for 150 episodes. Gentlemen, how are you? How's life treating you? Let's start with Brian. How are you? Doing well, brother. Yeah, 150 episodes in. So, yeah, we're pushing uh, We're pushing three years. So it's going to be three years in October. We're shooting this in uh, mm-hmm. So, I know we'll recognize that uh, three-year mark a little bit later. So, yeah, quite the journey. A lot of fun. Glad to be doing this with you guys. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, life is good. Nice weekend uh, last weekend with, uh, with Ali. And, of course, we all got together for our maybe first annual life. Yeah, I like that. I like the sound so, of that. If you know Star Wars, that's, uh, you know, it, well, the Dean Moore talking about that was his idea. So we had a lot of fun watching uh, the Star Wars holiday special and the uh, another movie. Well, I can't, I can't remember what else well, we the watched. Two more, the, exactly. the important ones was the holiday special and uh, the Santa uh, uh, Year mm. Without a Santa. That's it. Year Without a Santa yeah. Claus. You know, the heat miser and all that stuff. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I just don't remember. I was Probably not, not really interested. That. So, uh, oh, the other one was the year that Jamie almost didn't believe in Santa anymore because Arnold Schwarzenegger oh. was almost not there to save the day. But alas, he did. It was Jingle all the way. Ah, that's right. What an incredible, that's right. incredible journey yeah. that movie takes us on yeah. each and every time. A lot of fun, great time. Good stuff. Yeah, so yeah, a very enjoyable <laughs> evening. So. That's it. Planning a getaway next weekend, guys. So again, so next weekend is the first week of August. So as you know, Ali and I will be getting away for a few days. So I will not be available next week. We're going to have a lot of fun and just a little hiking and eating and drinking and other things and hanging out and be a nice, uh, nice relaxing time together. So that's it. Awesome. That's uh, that's what's going on with me, man. So I'm delighted. Dean, how are you, sir? Um, mm-hmm. We had some mm-hmm. microphone issues. Well, uh, before this started, if we're we're being honest, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm a little uh, mere moments frustrated ago. by that. <laughs> Other than that, eat shit. That's where it is. It's gonna be Where's your microphone. It, it's gonna be up your ass. Um, and I'm only going to pull that. I, <laughs> that would make it harder to hear you. That's the that's the plan. You speak through my mouth. <laughs> um. Be- between the microphone and, and my dick, we're going to p- turn you like a pig on a spit. <clears throat> um, nice. yeah, other than that, um, I, yeah, like you said, well, you're going to be a long real microphone. Close, real close. Anyway, go on, go on. Um, yeah, the, the life day in July, like you said, <clears throat> it will be hopefully an annual event. Um. Yes, that is, that's yeah. got to be the main event. Are we going to have to watch that every year? I mean, though? it's Life Day in July. Um, can we just no, call I mean, it we can, a Life Day celebration? We can, we can work on some of the uh, logistics <laughs> of it, but uh, it's got to be there somehow, some way. <laughs> Maybe like one year right. we watch half of it, and then we'll, the next we'll year we watch like the other half. Of it. Well, no, that's a fine I idea. Thinking, like, yeah, during, you throw oh, that on. Oh, yeah. God. And, it, you know, everybody's kind of bullshitting, drinking and stuff. Yeah. And then we can pay attention to more important movies. Um, yeah. That's a good idea. I see. So it's, it's the opener going for it. Okay. Yeah. I would say, if you make that it's the main event dwindle. every year, especially the people dwindle. that were there, you're going to see the numbers drastically um, dwindle. Like, you showed it again. I did want to uh, bring up one other thing. Um, <laughs> yeah. I went to Lowe's um, 
the other day, and I don't know if you've been to Lowe's, uh, like the... Dean, uh, that's a hardware store. What the we're, hell we're are you doing time, in there? Right. So, <laughs> and if you've ever been to the um, <laughs> kitchen section, it's like going into the fucking future. I will tell you this. Yes. There is a refrigerator, yeah. and the, the front door panel is glass, and you knock on it twice, and it, like, turns clear. Yeah. Like, like it, you see what's inside. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to open the fridge it to see what's the in there and the take pictures future. you want. Yeah. I, I felt like I was in. Mm-hmm. They have one too with the, the cameras inside. You can like that see it from your phone when you're at the grocery incredible. store. You can look and see what's in your fridge. You can get an app from your fridge and like look what's inside and know what the future looks like. Yeah. So I was. Yeah, yeah. So you could see you could see how much uh, beer. Well, yeah, and, yeah. I'd, uh, I'd put the comments like the back. Have. I'd put all my beer uh, up, up on on the mm-hmm. front. That way, I can like just visit it. I think it'd be nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. So instead of visiting like a, visit your beer. Like a, a video yeah. app, you could just I don't want to check in with lonely. your beer in the fridge. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Got a case of PBR and some mustard packets. Hmm. All right. Perfect. As much as those goddamn fridges cost, <laughs> that's all you're going to afford to put in the fridge is right, PDR mustard packets. That, yeah. Yep. And the leftover uh, uh, Stouffer's French bread right. pizzas that you guys bought that's for right. the uh, family vacation in there. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I visited the future. <laughs> I hung out with you, Nitwits. Um, so, you know, life's okay. <laughs> Other than this fucking microphone, life's yeah. okay. Nice, Nicholas. Mm-hmm. Yep, make us feel better. Come on, you had. <laughs> you, you finally you, you're showing off. The oh, gun. I'm about to make you feel sorry. I had a great weekend. I got to watch Jingle All the Way. I got to watch Jingle All the Way outside on a projection yes. screen, like the way it was meant to be seen. Yeah. just beautifully with you know some of the best people. You know, Lynn and Mike were there. Uh, Allie, Megan, a friend, John. It's just a good time. Yeah. It's a good That's time. Good. It's yeah. a good. Uh, Brian, uh, thank you very much for hosting that evening. It was very fun, and Dean for uh, a wonderful idea yes. and and buying uh, the Star well, Wars holiday at special. Least, at least something on bootleg I buy. Uh, <laughs> uh, but it was it was really cool. It's about, it's about That's true. Time. It did. We, yeah, no complaints there. Mm-hmm. The sound quality. Was amazing. Can you hear the this? sound quality on that on up. that Blu-ray was great. Um, yeah, my, my yes, pleasure. Uh, my pleasure. Great time. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very very uh, fun evening on Saturday. So thank you guys very Absolutely. much for that. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, you you guys know what I did Saturday, and now everybody does as well. We've all talked about it. Good times. I appreciate you humoring me and showing Jingle all the way as well. Uh, very much enjoyed that. Um, that was pretty much that was you know. The weekend, for the most part, Sunday just had mm-hmm. a, a lane, or a, I'm dad, a dad and Ollie day. Um, so uh, Lane and, and Robin and my mom went to a musical, and Ollie and I got to hang out and have lunch, go to a park and stuff. So it was a good time. Um, and uh, yeah, that was it was a good weekend. Uh, last night, I would like to shout, we went, I went to my first ever drag bingo. Mm. And uh, there's a, the, the pregame tavern. Located You've in Barbados. Yeah. Uh, they have special You've events every. Before, I don't know if they you? do it every week or every other week. And that, no, you yell bingo, Drag bingo every time I drag my nuts across your face. Robin's been. 
<laughs> well, you know, yeah. That's one of, that's very good. That's very good. Nicely done. He's back. And he's back. Uh, no, but it was a really cool time. A lot of fun. Uh, uh, the two uh, drag queens that hosted the evening are like fucking incredible like it was just hilarious you know if i don't know if you guys ever watched like drag race or whatever just they're so um just fucking charismatic and just the banter back and forth between them uh it was a lot of fun it was really really cool um first time ever being at the pregame tavern uh nice place Mm. liked it a lot very cool um owners real nice and everything so it was a very enjoyable evening and definitely plan to go back there again so very very cool drag show bingo was all good a lot of fun so great um but yeah that's uh well I, that's about I it i could bring a real that brings quick me up, up to uh, here today with you guys. we were so, talking about to rock. Our, our children um mine ended up um coming home from uh, the summer camp early because he had got a nosebleed because they were playing soccer and he fell down as the kid's knee was coming up and then the kid everywhere Oh. And so they call us. We're like, okay, we're going to go get him. So from the time that they made the phone call and to the time my ex-wife went to get him, they had started playing again and they, and somebody hit a wiffle ball, hit him in the, directly in the nose again and blood everywhere again. He gets, Jesus. he gets to the house later hmm. that day and it, he looks like Rocky Balboa. It is not crooked. It wasn't broken, but it was so swollen. It was just a wide, the bridge of his nose was just across his face. Yeah. And then the next day, Shit. Uh, playing soccer again, which I really don't think this is his game. He, he kicks in the back of the. <laughs> no, no. It's not. I said, it's Can't not you get the other off to a great start so far? <laughs> and, but he, he gets kicked in the back of the leg, so he's limping around now with a, with a busted nose. It, it's limping because his. Kid, kid kicked the back of his fucking calf. Yeah, it was a rough time for him. How long till you get a call from like where he goes during the day, and they're like, um, "No, it's yeah." It's can we speak to the there. parents? Like, why is what's what's wrong with with Carter? Why is he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's I where. Okay. This place well, and, then, and he comes yeah. up, comes back, a beaten and broken child. It's kind of like uh, when when Nick gets off this podcast. Hmm. Yeah, beaten and broken child. Just defeated. Kinda, yeah. 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 I can picture Carter like Art Carter's kinda like uh Adrian. 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 <laughs> Adrian. Adrian. <laughs> Pardon me, Adrian. She's Excuse me. Adrian. Adrian. It's very polite. Well, soft spoken child. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I didn't. I'm like, how long is he going to? I really felt that emotion in your voice. You were saying it was really, it was raw. Yeah, it was really extreme. <laughs> Until you laugh harder, Adrian. So Adrian. yeah, I just wanted to bring that up. To something Adrian. that uh, else has happened. <laughs> so, I got a broken mic and a broken kid. Yeah. Nice. All right. So, well, shit. Anyways. I, All right. Broken, had a broken spirit, spirit going for, for the triple yes. the triple crown there. Yes, yes. Well, let's try to uplift some spirits, guys. Let's get, why don't you get into some yeah. idiot reviews a little bit. How about that? Did you see anything maybe that uplifted you beyond, of course, the Star Wars holiday Christmas special? Nick, go ahead, sir. 
I saw something beyond the Star Wars Holiday Christmas Special that uplifted me. It was called Jingle All the Way, 1996. Uh-huh. Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad uh, come across paths so if during you're the your drinking uh, pursuit game, of the hot toy for the year. And comedy ensues. Fun for the whole family. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yes. Um, so I did see that. That was a lot of fun. Um, uh, you know, I didn't really watch much, I don't think, this week. Nothing, Not too much that I could think of. I'll, however, uh, Sunday evening... I watched uh, on HBO Max. It's been something that's been on my queue for a while. Uh, David Burns' American Utopia. Uh, it is a it's it's a recording of his Broadway show. So David Byrne, uh, if you guys are familiar mm-hmm. from the Talking Heads. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. David Byrne. Sure. Okay. So he has a Broadway show that he does uh, with his uh, band of of you know performers or whatever, and um, really like really good but weird that, that like very weird heads very anyways, interesting right. um which i guess if you're familiar with david Byrne, mm. right it's 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 certainly on brand um so if you're a fan of his or a fan of the band you know what to expect um i was recommended this because i had it on my queue i was recommended by some friends too they were like oh yeah you got to watch it and you know it they they uh, i was like is it a jazz cabbage thing is it and they were like oh absolutely like yeah it's that's you know, um, so I started watching it a couple nights prior. Um, the problem with that is if I start something too late and then I like it, just I only got a few songs in and then he's a sleepy boy. Um, but I watching it Stone Cold Sober Man was Why? really was really really good. It, uh, uh, I liked it a lot, huh? Because I wasn't because it I would I wasn't. I I, 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 I think if anything would call for jazz, on the jazz I mean, cabbage. So like this. Fucking uh, video. Yeah, well, that's what I said. I started watching like that, but I fell asleep, and then it started, you know. But anyway, it was it was uh, really entertaining. I really liked it a lot. Definitely, uh, like I said, it's probably not everybody's cup of tea. It's certainly uh, an acquired taste, but um, I I thought it was really good. I kind of walked away from it in a good mood and stuff, and singing a lot of the songs. A lot of it. There are certain Talking Heads uh, songs in it, but a lot of it is like I believe from his solo stuff um but yeah uh david burns american utopia i enjoyed it very okay. much on hbo max i'm gonna go because i it. need that's to make really, an observation uh, brian that's really all i think are I you trying to seduce us i mean did you you know back in the old hollywood you know for this the for the foggy look they would put uh vast <laughs> yeah i know it's like yeah. uh, on the on the lens to get you, you know that sexy feel there you mm. go and i'm just assuming before this call you that's had Vaseline smoky. already yeah, yeah it was a little and this is what happened that's what it looked like, right? Too. Yeah, I mean, he has dreams. Like in a so. dream sequence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, except I pull out the dry ice on the. All right, what, I'm looking two. forward to that. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> Brian, can I just? I would like to point out, I love your shirt. Like, I just, I think yeah, it's, so yeah, it's a, it's a life day in fantastic. July, uh, Christmas gift, holiday gift. Thank you. It's a retro mm. Spider-Man shirt. Yeah, it's similar to one I had wow. about 13 years ago. Well, you you two go ahead and compliment <laughs> each like other. No, I'm, yeah. just, I'm just going to read cool, this very nice. book. Oh, oh, this? Oh, this book? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, look at that. I wow. also got a, a, a <laughs> fresh, new, like fresh gift, brand uh, new book. Jerry Seinfeld's <laughs> book, Sign Language, by uh, uh, Millennial Santa. It was very nice of him. Well, look at that. Mm. Well, Along look at with that. a bunch of very nice. old school... Uh, yeah, WWF lovely. wrestling magazines. I mean, come on. Oh, no, no. Mm-hmm. World Wrestling the World Wildlife Foundation? Hulk Hogan. Well, those, 
Well, Dean, those look like those look like pythons to me. Mm-hmm. I think it's the World Wildlife Foundation. <laughs> Come on, man, that's just madness. <laughs> <laughs> that is madness. There you go. So um, excellent. Uh, yeah, I got a, I got a couple Dean, things. Dean, if you see um, anything else you wish to recommend, review, I don't sir. know if you listen. Nick, I know you listen to uh, Smartless podcast. It's uh, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. They have the. I'm behind, they went and did a a live tour uh, back in 2020, I believe, uh, in the winter of 2020 or 21, whatever. Uh, but they filmed it all in like a documentary type setting of like behind the scenes and them on the road and on on the planes and in, in the and just them hanging out and stuff. And it's on um, HBO Max. Or Max, I'm sorry. Not HBO Max now. It's just Max. HBO Max. Uh, yeah. But it's really funny. If, if you're a fan of that podcast, uh, it's, it's a really fun documentary or series to watch. It's like seven, eight parts, something like that. But I highly re- recommend it. Um, I like the dynamic of those guys. I mean, yeah. they're like they're like us where they get together and they just make fun of each other and stuff. It's like us, but, you know, less charismatic. <laughs> But the talented people. Right. <laughs> um, oh, okay. Yeah, You're going that route. I recommend right. that. And then also, I watched <laughs> the finale of uh, Secret Invasion. Whew. Um, mm-hmm. I don't agree with the criticism that it has gotten. Uh, I know we're going to touch a little bit of this uh, in our question of the week, but I don't agree with the, crit- the harsh criticism that this uh, series has got. I enjoyed it for what it was. I th- I think it was a little too short. Like that mm-hmm. seems really like it should be more than six episodes. Uh, I think they could have told a, mm. a little more different story. Um, some of the things were a little silly. Now we have fuck. Nobody's watching the the, the series or listening to this anyway. So fuck spoilers. Um, I don't. You now have a girl with like <laughs> all these superhero powers. Did have you seen it, Brian? Well, those were okay. The, yes, those were in the comics. So that 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 was what a super scroll well, was in one. the comics. That they they did possess the ability to mimic um, several superhero uh, powers. <laughs> sir, the DNA well, they got serum the, or whatever. They got the yeah, you know whatever I, the I could have done without yeah. that. And the ending mm-hmm. was weird. Like I don't know where. I mean, I understand that you have to have Nick Fury back up on that uh, space station because uh, the Marvels is coming out, and that's already from the trailer. He's already up there. Mm-hmm. So I get that you have to, like, stay mm-hmm. in continuity, but, like, it, it just didn't make a lot of sense, like, how kind of abrupt it, uh, abrupt it ended. So, but I did enjoy it. It just, there were some things that kind of were missed for me. I think out of like ten, I, well, I would give it up. I got a five, maybe six. This is a little above average. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, that's everything I've okay. seen. Well, I think you saw I, I've, a movie. Oh shit! Well, also I no, oh, no, yeah. no, no, you're right. I was going to save that for um, the same kind of question that we were talking about. I did went, go and see Oppenheimer. Uh, if you want me to give the review now, it mm-hmm. was mm. fantastic. It was what an old school movie should be. It is good to see. I love superhero movies. My review is 
kind of based on what we're going to talk about. But it, I love superhero movies. I love Star mm-hmm. Wars. I love all the, the sci-fi stuff and horror movies. But it's good just a, good to see just a strong adult movie. And it's good to see that everybody else did too. I mean, the I don't know if you call Barbie an adult movie, but the weekend was filled with, you know, just good old-fashioned original movies, right? So it was good to see that. And it, does that, mm-hmm. take, again, I'll, I don't want to get too far into it because I know we're going to talk about it, but uh, it, it was fantastic. Uh, Cillian Murphy, the, the lead, he, was he nominated for this? If not, he has to be. Okay. Uh, well, they haven't got that far yet. I mean, a lot of people speculate it'll it'll definitely be up for. And if the only sure, argument I've heard online against the movie is that in one scene when people were cheering and waving the American flag, it would it had too many stars on it for the time period. If that's the worst thing they can say about the movie, mm. uh, yep. fuck, I'm okay with that. It was not only well uh, directed, acted, but the cinematography was amazing. The um, the visual of it, like the, the the director, was it's just just phenomenal. Like his visualization of the scenes and 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 like the actual act, the bomb going off. That scene at the towards the end with the bomb, you know, when they test the the first bomb. I mean, I don't know if you have to say spoiler alert because like it's fucking history. <laughs> Are you serious? Is that what it's about? Is... Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, no, I know what it's. I mean, I don't know exactly Oppen- what it's about, but I, I got the was vibe the, from, like, the father of the atomic like, bomb. Like, he led the project, and this is about him being hired for that and a little bit of his life gotcha. and stuff. Okay. But the way the scene is done, yeah, what I first of all, figured, audio okay. wise, is j- you have to see it in theaters for just that scene alone it is amazing. Like the way they do it. Hmm. It, again, it's not just like boom, and you know, it's just a loud bang. It's very artsy, a little bit. It's very cool. I highly recommend this movie. Uh, it's long, but the good thing about it is it doesn't seem like it's three hours. It's like three hours and five minutes, but it goes by very quick. Uh, it. No. Hmm. Um, Was he the director of that movie as well, or no? Or he yeah, had something Nolan. to do behind yeah, the scenes with it, though, Chris right? Was he... And you could, like, when was you watch Nolan? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. other Christopher Nolan movies, you watch this and go, okay, I get it. I, I mean, it makes sense of, like, visually of what he does. Um, you know, he could have, like, probably done something like that if he had a better Batman to work with. But, you know, you got what you have, so. Uh, yeah, I'm big fan. I highly recommend mm-hmm. it. Get out to the theater. See it in the theater. And that is what I've seen. Yeah, the only strange thing Nick, about this is they had Einstein talking like Bane, which but was strange. Oppenheimer. You know? <laughs> you, know. <laughs> you know. You might blow up the world, everybody. <laughs> I was like trying to, I was like thinking of something to do, but I'm like, I don't know what the fuck Albert Einstein would have said. Like, what would you say in a Bane a voice? Cold? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Blow up the world like Gotham. I don't know. Uh no. no right, anything else staring at Nick's guns. You know. Okay. Come on, he doesn't normally have a uh, 
All right. You know, he's, he's normally rocking sleeves. This is a rarity for the, the for the show. That's true. Well, it's it's a it's well, it's I, a big episode. It's a big episode. I actually, well, yeah, I actually initially uh, put on a cutoff because I thought we were coming to your house, and um, I knew you didn't have air conditioning, and yeah. it's like ninety degrees this week. So yeah. I was like, I'm gonna yeah. need to dress yeah. like yeah. as cool as humanly yeah. possible. Yep. Yeah, oh, I had a fishnet tank top I was wearing. I, I changed you, back Nick. out of that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well. Damn it. Yep. Yep. I blame me too. Yep. I do. Oh, we don't care. Let's move uh, on. I also watched the finale <laughs> of Secret Invasion, Dean. <laughs> <laughs> we already heard about that. It's a five out of ten. Whatever. We know. No, I tend to agree with a lot of your your feedback. I it it was it a twenty episode series? No, but was it six? Like you say, you could have gone. Uh, it seems like they had to pack in a lot in six episodes. Another like two episodes. Yeah, yeah eight to ten. I agree with you. And it sort of gets the edge again with Samuel Jackson. It is yeah, an intriguing storyline. It is an interesting thought that there's scrolls living among. They could they could literally be anybody around you. And I like the fact that they again they explain that they they kidnap people in high profile positions and had them under a, a spell or a, a, a trance thing or whatever it is, like a hibernation thing, and they just assimilated them. So. You didn't have to necessarily well, kill them. They could keep the, them in containment. The one, the, my one argument, anybody, if you guys remember, and if, um, <clears throat> yeah, my argument was, they oh, you're going to take that, all yeah. these be- beloved characters and say, oh, they haven't, they weren't themselves. They were, mm-hmm. they were green aliens all along, and it, that's kind of what started happening. Yep. But and then they ultimately did explain it. And again, spoiler alert: five, four, three, two, one, whatever. Uh, at the end, uh, they do come back like their actual selves. But the fun thing about uh, uh, Ro- uh, yeah. Rhodes, Brian, is when did he get taken out? Yeah. Well, and they, they kind of set that up to and where he was the longest it one. appeared on purpose yes. that he might have been down there longer. Right. So they're purposely now making you think that... He- was was he yeah. a scroll like he all was, the way back to Avengers time or a civil war? But he doesn't or know his friends died. Yeah. So they really kept that That could be interesting. Right. So you, they kind of kept that open. So I'm sure they'll explain Falcon that. Falcon and Winter Soldier. That may come back or around. No, 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 the, I don't um, know when. Maybe uh, in the Captain that? America the, movie or something. Uh, Captain America. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, what is it now? They Captain changed America the name, movie. didn't they? It yeah. was New World Order. No, he's still. They changed. I, uh, yeah, something <laughs> like that. Yeah, but don't it, be racist. It's Admiral America now. Mm. That's it. Because it's a new black, <laughs> and you demoted him. No, but you're right. They'll probably explain it there. No, that, yeah, that's what you just Man. did. Oh, is that what happened? He's African American, and you you gave him oh. a demotion to Admiral. Oh, sorry. Who would? No, I guess no. Hold on, Admiral. Who would have thought I would have been the one that got canceled first? Yeah, fuck you, Dodd. Yeah, fucker. Yeah, dumbass. I didn't know, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for calling yourself out on that one. I never idiots. caught that. I also watched. They yeah. they cloned. So I'm fucking here. We're all here. yeah. They cloned Tyrone on Netflix. What is I, this? Is a oh, this is a movie. I, I saw the trailer for this. They cloned Tyrone. Okay. A movie on Netflix. Jamie Foxx, John Boyega. Uh, Tiana Paris. Now, those names, if you don't recognize them, so John Boyega, you might remember as Finn mm-hmm. in the Star Wars 
sequels. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And Tayona Paris is uh, oh, one of the okay. yeah, Marvels. Yeah, she's, she's going to be the one she's that photon. was also in WandaVision where she got her power. She's the African American yeah. Marvel. What's that? Who's, who's this Jamie Foxx? A lot of people in this. Uh, Keeper yeah. Sutherland. Yeah, I think it might have been, it might have been one of the last things okay. he did before his health scare. I'm guessing. I don't know. Uh, he is recovering, David by the Allen way. Greer. David Allen Greer's in this. It had a pretty big cast. Hmm. I saw the trailer, and the trailer kind of looked like it was sort of a like a, a a homage back to the like the Black Power type movies of the seventies. You know, people kind of dressed funky and stuff. I just thought, oh, this would be kind of cool and retro and fun. Uh, and it def- I'm not going to spoil it, but it definitely took a very interesting turn. You see on the trailer. It's called they clone Tyrone. They clone Tyrone. So you can clearly see that these uh, these people that they they yeah they they stumble <laughs> across a secret lab and it's it's a cloning lab, but you understand what's going on and the premise is it's very very interesting, very science fictiony, Twilight Zone ish, you know that type of thing. Maybe more of a Black Mirror ish type of thing. Um, mm. It wasn't as funny as I thought. It was there's some funny parts for sure. But definitely has a lot of serious undertones and things. So, uh, yeah. So, it, it's about two hours long. Definitely worth a watch. It's a high-rated uh, 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 streaming movie right now on Netflix. So a lot of people are watching it right now. So, that's why I stumbled across it. But, yeah, it's, it, pay attention. If you're looking for a movie to sort of pay attention to, not to sort of have in the background and this and that. You know, if you want to zero in on it and watch it. Not a family movie, per se. Just... You have a you know, you have an adult uh, date night or something, or you just want to have something above average to pay attention to. Go check this out. They clone Tyrone. Do you want to have an adult date date night with there me? You come along. Would that. you? Uh, they would clone you guys Tyrone. Be a fine There's been multiple mm-hmm. movies like their multiplicity. I don't know if you guys remember that Michael Keaton movie. Um, great movie. There was that. Um, I do. Yeah. Something mm-hmm. with myself, but be uh, uh, with Paul Rudd, the the Netflix show. So would would you would you want to clone yourself right. and like have like one of you? Well, are you mean like so? See, maybe I'd so, send that one yeah. to work. I'd send that version of me to work. Is that what you mean? Like you like you yeah. have multiple versions no. of yourself you, you, living you at get the same have a, you time? You get to have a second prime uh, living with you. Ooh, because like he has, he can in, edit in Brian, theory, and you can like live your, your life memories. again. Oh, that's interesting. He has your skills up until that moment. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you guys start branching off. He's just up like to speed. Hmm. You, then you guys start branching off. Would you want to? Would you want a second, uh, Brian? Would you want a second, Nick? <clears throat> Is life more than <laughs> Why this? Why did you do no. this to me? <laughs> yeah, the iPad. The iPad. Don't ask questions. I know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no. The answer is no. I don't. I don't. I don't want to have another another me around that I have to. Yeah. Fucking deal with. I have to deal with my own stuff. It's exhausting. Enough, so, trust me. Yeah, another, another but you point. wouldn't have to. Well, you, of course. He would be like, <clears throat> he'd do his thing. No, you, you'd have to deal with yourself because you, you would not know what your duplicate self is, is yeah, doing. What, what, is, is he out there he, fucking up your has, job, has, your relationship, your family? Or then he starts, you, different experiences make him deal with certain things. But he would have your, he would have your personality. Exactly. It's not, okay. So it's, it's not you. Correct. But it's not you up to up past that point. So it's like it's up to up to that point, but it, it, that 
doesn't mean that it's going to make the same but decisions has your personality. That you might it make would be now close. based on your experience is necessary. Sure. Well, yeah. So he, but he could go rogue. Like exactly. if, in, in theory, if other me is exactly me up to this point, right? And he like thinks how I think and stuff. But right. I only send this other me to like go to my job and do all the mundane shit I don't want to do and make sure you get the bills paid and like all the shit that I don't want to do. Eventually, where does he go? He's gonna say, "Fuck this! It's not worth it." I don't know. He probably goes and lives in the woods or something and dies immediately <laughs> because I would never survive out in the woods. No, no, just no, wouldn't no. happen. But no version of me is gonna would, live out in the woods. Get back I out would the fucking garage. Love it. <laughs> I would uh, till, till next. No, 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 no. Fuck. Yeah, why? Me? Hell no. I, I can't. I, I can't. No. What no, is it? Why? Oh, you mean another Nick? Other, uh, Aaron oh. Blake. <laughs> Oh. Because Blake Insurance, uh-huh. oh my oh. god, yeah. what that man could do with insurance and what he could do with you. Can he you can imagine all you the insured? The money. Oh my goodness. Yeah. As of now, Blake quotes. Insurance is an Erie insurance agency located mm-hmm. right here in Barberton, Ohio. They provide auto, home, renters, and business insurance with honesty, decency, and affordability. Erie Insurance is above all else in service. You want to call 234 571-5359 or visit BlakeInsuranceLLC.com for your free five-minute quote today. If you didn't hear me or your clone didn't hear me, I'll say it again. Your free five-minute quote today and tell them that uh, the less cloned idiots sent you. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very good. All right, guys, so we're going to take a break here. And uh, we're going to come back with uh, pop culture headlines, and we're going to get into our Ask an Idiot question of the week. Dean kind of teased a little bit. We're talking about uh, the Barbenheimer craze in the theater this past weekend. So what does that mean in general, and what does it mean for the movie-going public? Barbenheimer? And if for you, you two were a couple, would you, right. would you two be brick? Barbenheimer. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like brick. Yeah. It's better than <laughs> better than nine yeah. or something like that. Yeah, brick is brick is better. Yeah. Yeah. Brick is good. <laughs> yeah, brick's real good. Yep. I kind of just want to date you now Strong just to make the foundation stable. of life. <laughs> That's right. I like it. The foundation. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Sure. Shit, the foundation yeah, of yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. All right, when I come back. <laughs> Well, after break, it may be us, and it may or may not be the clones of us, but somebody's going to come back after the break. Go Brick, working mic club. What the f... (laughs) Gen X Brian here from the Convincing Idiots podcast. If you're enjoying our show, tell a friend. And if you're not, well, tell two enemies. The Commodore 64 home computer has an unusually large memory. Remember? It also has all the peripherals you're ever likely to need. Monitors, plotters, printers, disk drives, and a vast range of software. Which means you'll get so much more enjoyment out of your home computer. The Commodore 64. Remember the enormous memory, but don't forget the peripherals and software. Four, 
Welcome back to Convincing Idiots. Uh, I'm drinking a beer here, guys. Regular beer. Regular beer. You got daddy soda. Yeah. I, uh, who else is drinking beer? He has to drink it. I am drinking water out of a champagne glass because uh-huh. this is episode 150. Yes. Ah. And, uh, and my child Fancy. Lane brought me some water in a glass. I'm pretty sure this is a dusty glass, actually, that we took out of the cabinet we were cleaning. It was in a box. Is that dusty rose glass? You got it. You got the American Dreams glass over there, baby. American Dream Dusty Rose. That's <laughs> right. Drinking water out of a champagne glass. Eating, eating pork and beans with the queen, I tell you. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was. I've had hard times lately. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. Wrestling fans will understand that joke. Um, Nick, was that actually uh, the? <laughs> that's cool. There's none of them here, so thanks for doing that. None. Uh, no, no, the the, the champagne, champagne glass was that given yeah. to you by Lane from uh, Lane Animation from Lane Animations. YouTube? It was on YouTube. Uh, that's correct. Uh, yes, yes, oh. that's right. The Lane from mm-hmm. Lane Animations on YouTube. That's correct. I've been meaning to check that out. Everybody probably should join me in checking that out. Absolutely, absolutely. Very good. Thank you. Ten dollars well spent. <laughs> that's right. Thank you. That is right. right. Very good. Yes. And make sure you tell them who the fuck that did the <laughs> ad for him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give me that ten dollars. <laughs> uh, so Mike somehow. Dean and I is drinking beer, and Nick is drinking, I assume, tap water out of a glass. Uh, oh, sir, are you? Do you take glass. me for one of the unwashed? Oh, sir, I don't I, drink tap I do. water. I do. I, <laughs> I'm not one of the pores. I drink water from a Brita pitcher. Aha. Okay. Uh-huh. okay. Only the Very finest. Good. Well, uh, what if I told you that they are now testing beer made from recycled shower water would you be interested in trying recycled waste beer now it's not only if it, water only if you they could promise me it's yours brian <laughs> so i need that water uh, dripping off that beautiful uh uh silver fox beard bush right, oh. in the, right <laughs> over my head with with mm-hmm. the bar of soap up there, scrubbing all this shit off. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but depend on who's who's re- who's recycled shower water it is. I would sure. suppose. So there is a company, Epic Clean Tech, is partnered with Devil's Canyon Brewing Company in California. Uh, California, as you know, or may know, a lot of droughts going on out west. So sure. Finding creative ways to reuse water is uh, becoming more and more important out there. So they basically, reading through this, they went into like an apartment building. It's in San Francisco or somewhere. And it's... Hold on, real yeah. quick. Real yes. quick. Um, Nick, what do you think? What? I oh, mean, I it's treated. I thought he was still on mute. Oh, I was like, oh. what? What do you mean? We're I'm he, waiting to I hear the rest he was of the story. On mute over there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm here. Sorry, Brian. no, but it's, it, no, that's okay. So it's, it's recycled. What? It's gray water, which basically means it's water Ooh, from, like from your beard. Sure. Yeah, it could be. It could be. Uh, I'm going to start just like you know when I go to the gym and stuff, and it's like you know they put it into a funnel and just let it go into a, my my water bottle glass. I'll start saving it for you. There you go. Yeah. And then you mm-hmm. can dump it on me like flash dance. I'll be in a chair. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I like this. I'll do that like next time we're, we're in person. We'll do that. I, perfect. 
I yeah. think we've got our uh, next main like event it. for the next Life Day in July. Yep. I like First it. of all, no, I, I'm hearing 200th episode. That's Dean and tights, tights and uh, leg warmers, and then just a, a bucket of my sweat. For oh, yeah. wear something? I like it. Okay. Well, at least the leg warmers. Please. Thank you. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> you got me. Yeah, so the, so this company went into this like a, an apartment building in San Francisco. Like I said, it's gray water, which means it's, it's it's shower and sink water and laundry water. It's not it's not purely correct. Okay. I mean, but do you know what people do into the shower. It, it it is treated, so again, they're not Waffle just stomp the, turds down the drain. <laughs> <laughs> it's water we're going to re-drink. It's we're, we're going to drink anyways at some point, right? So they, it goes through True. so much treatment. It's not like we get pure water out of out of the tap, right? So it's it's coming well, from somewhere. It. Yeah, well, that's some people don't. Uh, but they're trying to find creative ways to recycle water. So it's, this is not for mass distribution or anything like that. It's still a like kind of a pilot project and just trying to show that you can recycle water in creative ways. Can you ways. imagine that? You, you drink well, in the you, you go to your local brewery, you're like, mm, mm, wow, what is that? Is that that tastes like that tastes like babies. Like, look, <laughs> mm, that's well, wonderful. Let's see. So buildings in San Francisco it's because are, people come in the shower. Yeah, I know, I, I, yeah, I get it. I get it. <laughs> Oh, okay. I, I, I was I, I was familiar. I didn't know. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> Tell me more. Pretty I'm pretty familiar. <laughs> with the concept. My legs get weak. My back hurts. <laughs> Go over this shit. <laughs> All right. So so just so buildings in San Francisco, they after the buildings erected after January 2022 are required they to install erected. on-site <laughs> on-site water reuse Come. systems. This system at this particular building, 1550, that's a 40-foot story apartment building, is built to recycle 7,500 gallons per day or 2.5 million gallons per year. So they're taking a part of that water and they brewed it into beer. So I know there's thoughts of like, eh, so I know we kind of joked about it a little bit here, but what, but what do you think? What do you think of the idea that somebody, you know, companies are trying to find creative ways to recycle water in different ways? And would you try something like this or does it completely disgust you and there's no way you would even try it? Do you I mean, want me to start with you? Oh, sorry. Ahead, <laughs> fuck you, Nick. Um, <laughs> wow. Sorry, that's been built up for a long that's time. Strong. Sorry, I, did, I didn't mean the to come out like that. That, that was a little harsh. Um, <laughs> I usually talk to him like that off air. I'm sorry. It's very unprofessional. <laughs> and with my hand around his throat. Anyways, um, I think, honestly, it's a cool gimmick. I trust mm-hmm. in filtration systems. I mean, like you said, a lot of the, uh, our tap water is filtered through rainwater and and, and and a little bit of sewage or whatever. But, like, it's not all, you know, it comes, you're not getting it already purified. You know what I mean? It's purified for a reason. Mm-hmm. So if you can purify it properly, A, I like that, it, that, that it's saving water, saving um, energy and, and, and all that. But also, as a business... What a cool fucking gimmick. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. I mean, that's going to get people at least looking at your uh, your brand, right, mm-hmm. as, yep. a, as a brewery. Sure. Cool gimmick. So I like it. 
Okay. Why not? Nick? Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, um, in order for it to get the stamp of approval, it has to <laughs> pass, you know, certain criteria. So it's he- yes. it's perfectly healthy and safe. Um, and it, it's a really um, inventive uh, way to reuse water. It's very, you know, uh, environmentally friendly and economical. And I mean, it, it is, I think, a good idea. I mean, I don't think it, I mean... It's easy to sit there and go, oh, it's recycled shower water and we're making beer with it, you know, and it, it sounds very, um, you know, uh, unsanitary, I guess, when you put mm-hmm. it in those terms. But well, like shit. I said, it, in how order to be. Did, how many times have you heard uh, uh, guys on the street, girl walks by, fuck, I drink her bath water. Right. So there you go. You don't know whose water it is. But in any event, it's, yeah, it has to be, it has to pass certain guidelines to be able uh, to to get the stamp of approval for to be able to even get this far, so mm-hmm. right. I don't have any problem with it. And like Dean said, it is if nothing else, people are paying attention to your brand, they're paying yeah. attention to Great to gimmick. your company. So yeah, I don't see a problem mm-hmm. with it. Brian, what about yeah, you? I, mean, I, I think you know if we really we don't really probably want to know what we're eating and drinking for the most part because we probably would be disgusted in some way or another. You know, there's always so much that that can happen. Yeah, with purification, Nick. Sure, you know. So there's no no question. We're eating and drinking stuff that we would be flipped out about. I'm sure if we really understood it. With who the fuck knows, right? Was that toilet paper? Well, whatever. You know what I'm saying. So yeah, I'm all for that too. Find creative ways to reuse water. It's going to be it's going to be become more and more critical to do so as the. Temperatures continue to rise each year. It's going to be hotter than the last. It's going to be harder and harder to, you know, find water out west. I think you know it's going to be more and more challenging for those uh, folks living out there. You know, so anything people could do, try it. You know, why yeah. not? Like you say, and here's the thing: else, it creates awareness. We're talking about it here now. You know, so yeah, it right. creates awareness and discussion. Go ahead. Sorry. Here's the thing: at the end of the day. In my younger years, when I had my first apartment, I used to drink Natty Ice. I guarantee you the reusable shower beer, water beer, is sure. tastes better than that. So <laughs> it's probably better point. for you as well. So it can't be yeah. worse than actually, some of the stuff we've already drank. I, I, I don't know the exact um, <laughs> specifics on it, Nick, but I believe uh, that Natty Ice is made from, like, dog bath water. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah, it still gets the job stations, done. Right, just pours into you know, the tub, and they just put natty. You make it natty, natty light, right there. That's it. Yeah. There it is. Something there like is. that. Yeah, makes sense. All right, so uh, something that's people. We must admit are, that that was a joke, and we know that natural light or natty ice is not made from dog bath water. Of course not. It is a delicious beer that we've all consumed many, many gallons of it. That that's right. True. Yeah, don't forget true, your roots. For sure. Don't forget where you came from. All right? oh, yeah. I may make I, jokes, but I, I, will, dude, I always will have a very I, special I place in my heart natty for natural yeah. light. Yeah. Bush light, natty light. Yes, absolutely. I've definitely the recycled a, a lot of that. A little bit of a tougher one to get down, but you know, you only get a couple. Ice beer is a little tougher to get down. Yeah. 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 But if you, if, if I, they used to, when they draw my blood for, uh, for doctors back in my 20s, my blood type was natty light. So, yeah, mm-hmm. there you go. Yep. I like it. Well, something that people aren't really talking so much about right now is uh, this past weekend, the uh, U.S. government had a had a hearing about 
UFOs. Very interesting. So they had three gentlemen, three retired military veterans, testified in Congress's highly anticipated, this is from uh, NPR uh, news article, testified in Congress's highly anticipated hearing on UFOs. Actually, this was Wednesday, not this weekend, excuse me, last Wednesday. So it was on NPR? Well, no, it was, this is just articles from NPR. But oh, you but it, was, it was in it was a Congress a congressional hearing. Oh, I you see. could have watched it on C-SPAN. Like it was, it was aired. Yeah, it was there. Yes, yeah, I, I on, assume being I on NPR, that was why TV. Brian knew about it. And nobody else was talking about it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, so one was a former Air Force intelligence officer who claimed the U.S. government operated a secret multi-decade reverse engineering program of recovered vessels. He also said. The U.S. has recovered non-human uh, biologics from alleged crash sites. Now, he said he's not saying that it was aliens necessarily, but he had it on good authority that, in so many words, they that, weren't uh, human. They were, they were, it was not human. And uh, so the, the hearing was more of like, we're not really saying that, Let's prepare for alien beings, per se. What I gathered from the articles was it was more of an understanding from a national security perspective, because what they're saying is some of the stuff that they observed or people have observed, reporting that they've observed, was the technology is just far beyond what they've seen some of these vessels, you know, fly. You know, one buddy, somebody reported that they saw a, a ship that kind of hovered down, didn't see any type of engines or turbines or anything exactly next thing you know they didn't see it again until 60 miles later and the speed of that would have been supersonic speed and he said really it's just there's nothing we could do about that if it it was something that was set to attack that it there would be nothing there we do not have the technology to keep up with that so it was really more about that to understand it i wanted you to be got you be got that's what yeah exactly Exactly. So I know we talked about this, but a very interesting episode a couple episodes back with my friend Tim Lester, mm-hmm. astrophysicist Tim. I know he wants to come back on and talk more Who about this. He did work for the government he in yeah. this somewhat capacity. A very That's entertaining right. episode for anyone who has not heard. Definitely go back and listen to that one. Absolutely. So he, we'll talk more about the hearing and get into more of the details and all that type of stuff. But, uh, but one of the stories right now is, again, it's just some people are talking about this, but on social media... There's not a whole lot being said, and that well, in Nick, itself Barbie is a story. Out. Well, but that's that's interesting, though, right? So it's like Barbie. Yes. Uh, the, the the consensus right now is that a lot of people on social media are they acknowledge that the this happened, so people are aware of it. But when you're thinking about that, there could be real, uh, you know, UFO aircraft that the government has, and or non-human. Uh, you know, remains or, you know, some type of, you know, biological sampling or something like that. It, it just to think if this would happen years ago, certainly when I was a child, it would have been like ridiculous, nuts, crazy that this is going on. Obviously, at Area 51 craze, you know, years ago, people trying to get into that. The government's hiding stuff. Nowadays, it's just like, eh. I'm aware of it. It's interesting, but it doesn't seem to be a lot of fear. So it's just a lot. There's a lot of amusing takes on this on the internet right now on social media. 
Uh, so it's just kind of a strange time there. So is it, I mean, do you care or is it something to where are people just so worn down and jaded because of life and, and the normal struggles with economy and work and just trying to s- maintain some some semblance of a happy life that this type of thing really just doesn't even phase you? Are there too many other distractions? So just real quick, any thoughts? Dean, go ahead. Ex- what, do you, what do you think let, about us? Let me, ex- let me explain it real quick in sure. this order. Uh, if Nick, Brian, if you guys were going to open a restaurant, say mm-hmm. brick, the brick restaurant was going to sure. open mm-hmm. and your, your cornerstone tavern, your cornerstone I like tavern. Right. I like it. I like it. So if that's going to happen, are you guys going to just opening day? This is it. Let's go come in. Okay. Or would you All do right. a soft opening? I see. Would you so open a week the, earlier without telling anybody and just trickle, get get things so ready, so feel things still, out? They're still letting things out. The government is still letting things out to not flip this, everybody out. And I'm not talking about this hearing. Since mm-hmm. 1950-whatever in Roswell, this mm-hmm. has been a soft opening. I see. Um, they, have, uh, they have done propaganda through film, TV, uh, uh, books, all... All sorts of media. All the media has, has in the past 70-some years, has been the soft opening. They have been preconditioning us for the grand opening. Okay. Because ultimately, it's going to be inevitable. Because ultimately, sure. it won't be their decision. Right. When the big fucking thing comes down <laughs> with C- fucking CNN's camera right on it, the government can no longer go, Hold on. Well, let's no. When the grand opening happens, th- they have no control. So the best they can do is a soft opening, and that's what we've been dealing with. Hmm. Um, my other opinion on it is that the the government, in theory, right, in these whatever tinfoil hat theories, is that the government has known about this and has covered it up for seventy some years. Correct. In these theories, okay? Yeah. So, well, the craft that, they I, have are from when? I mean... Roswell, 1950-something. Yeah. Um, and others. There, there's many other stories of crashed uh, things back Las Vegas. Something landed. We covered it a couple weeks ago. Right. Um, but the, if the government has known, uh, known about it, fucking Eisenhower met with some aliens in, in these stories that are being told. If all of this is true, right? Why are these senators having a meeting and asking questions they should know the answers to? And in my theory on this is that this is appeasing the the the, the whistleblowers that are coming out and that are appeasing the tinfoil hat people. If if we'll, if we have these hearings, everybody will go, "Oh, we got a little bit. We're happy," and the story fades. Hmm. So they really don't have to divulge everything they know. They can give a little bit. People go, oh, so they do know something. We know this. We know, you know, they give their opinions, but they don't, they don't know everything and they're not going to tell us everything. This is, this is putting fucking water on the lips of a, of a, a dehydrated man right now. Hmm. Okay. What do you think? 
That's good. Um, I was just going to say, in regards to the uh, the public lack of reaction or whatever, I think we kind of touched on it a couple weeks ago. I feel like the narrative has kind of changed as over time, kind of alluding to what Dean said. But, like, you know, back in the day, you would talk about aliens, people thinking aliens exist and all this stuff, and it seemed kind of like this fucking crackpot thing. It was crazy, you know? And I think as time has gone on, and as we learn more about the universe, we learn more about things that could be out there, and how ridiculous it actually kind of seems, in theory, to try to wrap your head around how vast and huge the universe is. The idea that we're the only life out there is kind of, that's silly in and of itself. So I think the narrative has kind of changed. So I think almost like the 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 lack of react, like you said, if you when you were a little boy, if you had heard something like this come out, it would be like holy shit! Like people mm-hmm. would be flipping out. Yep. But the narrative around, um, you know, uh, other intelligent life in in the galaxy, in the universe, whatever, was much different than it is now. Now I think we've come around, and we've we've got so much information that it almost seems silly to not think that there's something. Yeah, we don't know exactly what it is. We don't know where it's from. We don't know what it's capable of, but it's got to be out there, right? So I think that's a big part of it. I do think there is a touch of, yeah, like life's just different. There's a lot of shit going on and people are, there's a billion fucking things that you could focus on. So people's Mm -hmm. attentions are getting pulled in all these different directions. Um, But yeah, I think that's kind of a lot of it is like, you know, I remember being a little kid and if, you know, somebody talked about aliens, it was, you know, people would even kind of chuckle at them like it was silly, like people didn't, you know, it wasn't, certainly wasn't a popular thing to believe in aliens because it made you seem crazy. Well, anymore, that's just kind of not the narrative around it, at least not not that I see. But um, Brian, what do you think about all that? No, I I I, I agree with a lot of you guys' points. Um, I, I, I there's some belief I have. Tim's that told you shit, hasn't he? You know stuff <laughs> you can't tell us. Oh no, that would be <laughs> that would be you know he he can only say so much, you know. But um, uh, he says it with I, his I think, eyes. <laughs> He also said body. fuck me with his eyes, but so. <laughs> I mean, there's, a lot of, body. <laughs> there's a lot of things the government knows that they cannot release to the public, you know, that if they did, it would just be, be national security risk or just two other, other risks for other reasons. So it will go I, mean, crazy. I, I got I got to believe that there's certainly more knowledge for sure that we know about right now. And thousand you know, percent. Yeah. But there certainly is, you know, it does seem like uh, trying to normalize it a little bit more with more footage coming out with uh, now these hearings coming out as you know, again, those are all their public hearings. Like you said, you could watch it on cable and you know, mm-hmm. live, you know, they're not really hiding that type of stuff. Uh, and also some of it too, I think it's, it's still, if it's still too unbelievable, I think still, even though you're hearing more and more closer evidence to, I mean, really pay attention. They're saying that there's non-human, you know, biological remains or something here. Again, what, what does that mean? I don't know. I'm not saying it's aliens, but that's that's a pretty big statement there. Now, again, it's one guy saying this. Is it really true? I don't know. Certainly, that's as that you know, no one is really confirming in the government that yes, definitively, this is what we. Oh, have. Brian, you've had you know, people. But, you've been having that guy. I mm-hmm. used to work for government, and he's been on this History Channel show or sure. this low-budget uh, uh, documentary. You right. had all these guys. 
American Bigfoot. Right. <laughs> but this guy is in front of Congress, says something. That's true. He's got yeah, he's definitely got credentials, you know, so I don't know. But so you gotta think about it this way, guys, is that uh there's the experiment of like, you know, if you give your dog a treat and then you ring the bell, ding. <laughs> Every time you give him a treat, you ring a bell. You are conditioning him to now you ring the bell and he looks for the treat. Mm-hmm. That is what they've been doing to all of us. They're, they've been ringing the bell forever. So like it's, it's no longer like a surprise thing. Yeah. We've been conditioned, like I said earlier, is be, from movies and stuff. So, of course, all of us are going to go, oh, aliens? Eh, thought so. And then move on with your life. Right. You could, like Brian said, you couldn't have done that in the 70s. They would have lost their fucking mind. Now, yeah. granted, they are going, people will lose their fucking mind when it, like, is, like, in their face. Because, like, religion, first of all, it, it will, it will just blow apart religion. And have to to look at a way different uh, idea mm. of what religion is. Yeah, so, sure. But other than that, you know, people have just we've all been groomed for this slow rollout. Yeah, I like to say this. Can somebody had a, a, a viral video? We as a species have caused so much nonsense that the idea of extraterrestrials doesn't phase us. Right. <laughs> and another woman said, uh, are aliens going to fix inflation, cancel student debt, end worker exploitation, penny, pay any of these bills, turn the temp down on the planet, and all around bring happiness to me and my friends' miserable lives? No? Then, yeah, they can get TF. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think that's a, that's a very I'm good saying, sentiment. I think you ain't, gonna bring, you ain't gonna bring nothing crazier to the Earth than Tiger King. All right, we've seen it all. <laughs> right. We're not phased right. by this shit. Yeah, we were just run. Our country was just run by a fucking game show host. So whatever you got more than <laughs> yeah. that, it's we're crazy. cool. We've seen the fucking world. yeah. Even yeah. if they could help us, you said like turn down the temp. Like even if they could help us, like why the fuck would they? Like why? So you can just turn around and keep Yo, doing the same been, shit because you'll just assume somebody's going to come bail you here. out like always. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if it said about it he- in in those hearings, Nick, but they there have been many many situations. I'm pretty sure he had talked about it in these hearings um, that these beings, spacecraft, whatever, has stopped nuclear uh things like they they've flown over nuclear power plants shut it down so like yeah. it seems like that's one of their concerns is our and everybody's nuclear capability They're so saying it's like, like maybe the oppenheimer movie is like what signaled them to come down <laughs> right ah you know Look at that. that that actually it's so all connected this- more on this topic, so I'm, I'm sure we'll hear more in general, and we're going to talk more about this on future episodes. We'll get Tim back on here, astrophysicist Tim, to talk more about this uh, topic with us. I know it's a very fascinating subject for all of us. Um, oh, astrophysicist. Can we call yeah. him Tim AF? Yes, sure. I understand physicist starts with a P, but it's not as cool as AF. 
<laughs> it's not as cool as being illiterate. Illiteracy is fucking awesome. Yeah, <laughs> we're idiots. That's the name of the goddamn podcast. This is why they are taking their time. That's why they're taking their time. It's like this is just too fucking easy. This is like this is like a, a long weekend to take over the earth. It's a long weekend. It's easy. Ten a.m. Yeah. I'm, I'm sticking with it. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Astro. Astrophysicist. How do you spell, how do you spell that? A S T R O F I Z I S T. Is the cyst? Yep. Yep. All right. Well, you mentioned Oppenheimer, another another phenomenon beyond UFOs and alien life. Phenomena. That's right. Phenomena. F. A. Phenomena. 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 Yeah. So Dean mentioned it earlier as well. So the you know you saw Oppenheimer over the weekend. That's hit a lot of people to the tune of eight eighty-two million box office opening. Barbie made. About almost twice that amount. Yeah. $162 million. It is one of the largest. That's brand recognition, I feel like, too, though. That's, I mean, that's, that's a very, like we mentioned before, yes. a very popular toy for many, many years, generations of kids, you know. So, sorry, I mean to cut you off. But well, it's a rally. It, it is a sorry. rally. So it's, it's not just the Barbie toy, but it's, so we're getting into our asking, asking idiot question of the week, you guys. So, you know, you know, Barbie's drawn a lot of interest for many reasons. We talked about it last week. Even it's not just about the toy, although I'm sure a lot I have of a different uh, take on it this week than I did last week. Okay, and I, I wish we can get to it for sake of time, but I'm joking with you. <laughs> no, but it's just you're going to have to not speak for this segment. That'd be great. No, it's just one of the largest. It's a one of the largest know, movie drink. openings ever. You know, uh, and obviously it's no superheroes. There's no as, as D mentioned. There's no superheroes. There's no Fast or Furious in either of the movie <laughs> titles, right? There's no long franchise associated with any of these. It's oh, not it's Mission Impossible family. 30. You know, it's not, you know, the Indiana Jones reboot that, you know, you know, I, I know D&I enjoyed it, but it didn't make a lot of money. So that's what some people are talking about now as well. So <clears throat> is it a sign that the general you know, movie-going public will go to the movies. I'm not necessarily interested in Star Wars or superheroes and different things like that. I am interested in something interesting and compelling. And if you give me that and give me a reason as an average you know, fringe moviegoer, I will go to the movies. I will go and I'll pay and I'll sit and I'll enjoy the experience on the big screen for various reasons. Is this a sign that the general public is getting just kind of tired of some of the big, you know, franchise slash superhero type movies? Or are there other factors? Or is there some combination of all of that here? So, uh, Dean, you, I, you have some thoughts. Your, actually, so go ahead, please. Actually, uh, I, you do this quite often. You are, you are good at presenting these subjects. Brian, I want you to go first. Oh. You you never okay. go first on these. That's so. true. You don't. You go. First. I would like. Right. I'd like you to start. You with do this. you, boo. Yeah, and take you your get shirt yours. Off too. You get yours. 
Well, I mean, these two movies here, if you step back and look at these movies, I mean, you know, Barbie, I mean, it, it's, it's creating discussion topics about ultra feminism. As we talked about last week, people are making this an event. They're, they're men and women. It's not just a a female thing. They're enjoying the fact of we're going to go see this movie. We're going to have fun with it. We're going to maybe dress up. We're going to wear pink. We're going to wear dresses. We're going to wear wigs, whether a man or woman, whatever. It doesn't matter. People are just going and making it like an experience. And I've heard the movie is actually quite good. So so you're going to see something not it's just not something to go make fun of. That the movie does trying to give you a real message in showing how difficult it could be to be a female in the real world. You know, Barbie's kind of taken out of her her literal dream world into the real world and I guess realizing what I gather from you know the the you know the reading the plots and all that, that it's not easy. Right. So it's an experience. People are talking about it. They did a very good job with social media buzz in their mm-hmm. ad campaigns for sure. And not unlike Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer is just really getting a lot of buzz because it's a good movie. It's a compelling story, as you mentioned yes. earlier, Dean. Christopher Nolan certainly has a great reputation as a very good director with the Batman movies and a lot of yep. things he's done. There's not a lot of stuff I, I could think of he, I would say it was bad. Um, and with the positive word of mouth and the buzz out there and social media, etc., People are, yeah, I'm going to go check these out for some reason in the theater. And clearly, it's making a lot. Is it going to hold up for weeks? Who knows? But certainly, it's done well. And frankly, I think it will send a message to Hollywood that yeah, you're already kind of seeing some of these big franchises, superheroes kind of fizzle here. You know, like Nick mentioned previously, you're getting into the fringe-type superhero movies. It's the characters aren't as popular. DC's trying to get their footing again and find their way. It's a it's a great time for Hollywood to make some sound good movies, and people I think will continue to come out to the theater. So there you go. Thank you, Sabine. So, what do you think? <clears throat> Are you going to Nick? Um, go ahead, Nick, please. Yeah, Nick, you go. I, I mean, yeah, like, like you had mentioned, we touched on it before. I think, you know, with, um, it seems like there's less original ideas anymore. It's hard. Yeah. So many things have been done and so many franchises. I mean, like, like you said, the more you get into some of these fringe outside characters, I feel like some of the stuff it's kind of getting watered down as a result from that. You know what I mean? I don't have time to miss anything. I remember when I was a kid, every time a new Batman movie would come out, everybody was just so stoked because you hadn't, it'd been years. You know what I mean? Like you had to wait years in between Batman movies and there really was no other type of content like that. That was basically it, you know, so it gave you the chance between the Christian Bale shit to, to miss it and anticipate it and all that stuff. So I think that's part of it. Um, but yeah, it's like, these are just kind of, you know, their original things are things that have never been done before stories that haven't been told before uh, on the big screen quite like this. So that's definitely an effect of it. And yeah, I mean, after so many years of having everything Star Wars or superhero related or something like that, you know, so much stuff, the constant flow, I think people in in general are probably ready for something a little different, I would imagine. I mean, it all depends on who knows. This could also be the other group of people that have just, you know, 
they're not necessarily interested in those properties like Star Wars, Marvel, things like that, you know, um, those types of stories. I mean, like both of these movies, personally, I'm equally as generally disinterested in both of them. (laughs) I wouldn't, I'm not opposed (laughs) to seeing either one. Like if anyone in my home wanted to see it, I'd certainly watch either movie, but I will never on my own accord seek out either one of these movies for myself. But that's not, you know, like some other other people are, and that's fine. But, you know, maybe those those are the people that aren't typically, you know, into superhero movies. Maybe this is something a little more, I don't know, in, in their realm. But, I mean, there's definitely there's a lot of things that go into it. But I, I think the at the heart of it is mostly the fact that these are stories that haven't already been done before. And originality is kind of something that's becoming more and more difficult to find as all these you know stories are being told and retold dean okay um a couple things one i work next to the the movie theater in barbara and one of the reasons why in my opinion barbie works so well is that you are watching grandfathers walking with their daughters and granddaughters and grandsons all in pink proudly and having fun with it. It's an event. Mm -hmm. We as human beings love events, especially when it can bring the family together. And that's what this is doing. Um, My uh, Megan, my girlfriend, uh, I had (laughs) my Megan, (laughs) my Megan last night. I had to work, uh, you know, in an event last night. She was home alone, so she went and saw it by herself because she didn't think hmm. I would go see it. And she said it was she was very surprised on the complexity of the story. She says, I get that that you know you could rate it PG 13, but there's not a lot of people that would even 13 year olds that would get the concepts that they were working on. So it was a lot more complex than what she thought it was gonna be. Mm-hmm. So as a movie wise, she really enjoyed it. It it works on many different levels. A lot, a lot of fun, funny. So in that, I get the Barbie thing now, and she explained to me the whole plot and everything. I didn't have her give the ending because, like, as she's explaining the plot, I'm going to myself, shit. If they would do that on TV and do that trailer and explain that thing, I would have gone seen it. Like it, it, it seems like the plot itself seems very cool, like a really cool idea. <laughs> so. When it comes on streaming, I'm gonna I'll, I'll watch it. Oppenheimer is is historic. It's it's kind of like why Lincoln worked. It's why you know all of these different historical movies has worked. It's always going to work. Does this all take away and, and give a sign that that we're tired of superhero and 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 fantasy movies? No, it's ebbs and flows, guys. Um. You know, in the 80s, the, the Breakfast Club type movies were up here and then they'll drop down. In the 90s, mm-hmm. you started getting uh, the American Pie. So the teenage movies came back up. Everything ebbs and flows. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hollywood, because people grow up and in order, just like, uh, like, for example, I talked about earlier, professional wrestling. Kids will, will enjoy it. When they enjoy it, they, they grow up. So it grows down. Then those kids go up, or you know, they get it, or they, it changes to their liking, right? It just, for some reason, whatever the reason, all of the entertainment ebbs and flows. So, is are we clamoring for for Marvel to stop or to 
change direction? I don't think so. I think that it's just part of the natural selection of entertainment. I, I think that it will come back. They're going to either find their footing again or they'll find something else or it'll drop down for a bit and then come back up. We're fine. Nerds, don't worry. Your culture is fine. <laughs> it's the, so they've had a couple flops. It was bound to happen. You had a really good run of some kick-ass movies. True. You're bound to have a flop. And, and so they did. These characters, like you said, uh, guys, that they're the sub characters. Sure. But you've also now given a way of like bringing back regular characters in a different form with mm-hmm. the whole multiverse thing. And I've heard rumors that Star Wars is going to do the same with the multiverse. So it is going to be fine. Don't panic. Take your hand off the fucking red button. We're all good. It is movies. Go and see Barbie. Go and see Oppenheimer. Go and see Star Wars. It's all just entertainment, and we're all here for it, right? That's why we're doing this fucking podcast. Is that why? Well, not entertainment. <laughs> You've ever heard this. Um, but, but seriously, it's, it, it'll be fine. It's just ebb and flows. This is just a kind of a downtime. And it hits downtime, and these movies are peaking. It just seems like a big difference, right? Because this, you know, new idea movies are peaking, and these um, characters, known character-based movies are, you know, kind of drop down. So it seems like, you know, this is the moment where you go, oh, shit, is, is this the end? It's not. It'll all work out. It'll go back. Yeah. We're fine. Well, that, I... I think that's probably pretty valid. I mean, that, that's true in well, a lot of entertainment. Smart. It's not like, you know, like some certain things don't ever have that, that dip, that the ebbs and flows. You know, like, I don't know. Like electric, like electric bikes, right? Mm. Like that, that, since it has burst onto the scene, electric bikes have been the pinnacle of innovation. There, there, there is no Ooh. ebbs and flows here. They are at the top of the mountain and there they will stay. I mean, you know, everybody's tired of the old regular bike. Give me something new. And then when electric bikes came on, it completely turned the game on its head. And right at the forefront of that were our friends at RPM Bike Shop, located in Carrollton, Ohio. If you're not familiar with RPM Bike Shop by now, oh my God, you've been missing out. Don't believe me? Go to Facebook, type in that search bar, RPM Bike Shop. You can also go to their website rpmbikeshop.com has all of the finest uh, electric bike photography for you. You can see the pictures of their wonderful products. Uh, you can see where they're located and maybe take a trip out to Carrollton yourself or give their friendly associates a call 330-808-7792 and ride your way to your electric future and to the top of the mountain, the pinnacle of innovation with RPM Bike mm. Shop. Wow, that's right. good. You know, yeah. some people have also called Carrollton, Ohio, the pinnacle of innovation of Ohio, of Ohio innovation, trying to say. That makes sense. Is that, well, yeah, it be, well, that makes sense. It's either, it's either Carrollton or maybe it's Tippecanoe, Ohio. It's one In of the Tyler, two. too? I can't, I can't remember. No, Tip, Tippecanoe, Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> very small town. Yes. Yeah. Uh, very good. I'll add, by the way, quickly, Mattel is already 
trying to move forward with with more movies. There's already in development a Polly Pocket movie. Oh, okay. oh come Which on, give me Mighty small. Max. Give me fucking Mighty Max, please. All, and what they're it. hoping to make, according to this article, they're hoping to make live action movies. Not in development yet, but hoping to make Barbie may green light some of these projects, then who knows? Because they're gonna try to capture something <clears> that maybe they can't capture just because it's the name of the toy. I guess we're gonna find out. You know, Barbie has more things, like you said, that's you know, bringing people to the theater besides just the fact it's based on a toy. It's not that simple. However, we may see live action movies about Barney the Dinosaur, <gasps> American Girls Dolls, Hot Wheels, okay. and yet again, Masters of the Universe. That's the one I want to see. Because I love the one with Dolph Lundgren mm-hmm. back in the day. I loved it. I'm sure it doesn't hold up now, but I loved it back in the day. I would love yeah. to see them redo and and properly now. I think it'd be fun. Might just see it. We'll see. Yeah, the TV show on Netflix, the new TV show. Yeah, it's yes. I mean, it's no. been, you know. <clears throat> and Hot Wheels, isn't that? Didn't they already re- do that? Isn't that Cars their, and you know, Toy Story together? I thought it was <laughs> called that Fast and Furious. Oh, there's a new TV series. <laughs> there's a new TV series on NBC where they're making the guy. They're taking real cars yes, and converting awesome. them into Hot Wheels looking vehicles. You know how, like, I've seen the trailer. You know, it looks interesting. Go ahead. Yeah, the Hot Wheels. It's like uh, the Camaros are fine, but like the like weird the Hot Wheels, like the yeah. ice cream cone Hot Wheels. Yeah. They're taking those and going, make that. And they, these custom yeah. guys that are like really good at those build the, those weird Hot Wheels that used to be back in the day. It looks interesting. NBC. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. All right, guys. Good <clears throat> conversation. We're going to take a break and we're going to come Wait back a with minute. another. Go ahead. Are you about to gloss over the single biggest headline in pop culture within the last week? We actually Are you seriously going to miss it? Go ahead. I guess I was. What? You guys, Creed's reuniting for a fucking cruise, um, the summer of 99 yeah. cruise. <laughs> First show in over a decade for Creed. Look, he's he's doing it with arms wide open. Yes. <laughs> Under the sunlight. So stupid. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Excellent. And an actual thing. Also, let's... Um, I'm surprised Brian didn't do this. Uh, rest in peace, Sinead O'Connor. Um, uh, yes. 56 years old. I don't yes. know how, what, or what happened. I just right. saw the headline yesterday. Um, Tony Bennett as well has passed since we last recorded. Yes. Tony Bennett, we lost as yeah. well. Legendary. Brian, you're, Brian, you're slipping on your... Uh, your uh, uh, you know, I didn't see that. Luckily, Dean and I were here to save yeah. the fucking right. day. Yeah. That's a scary fucking time. Yeah. We... We've now gone into the uh, the next realm, guys. Yeah. When we're saving the day here, are we in an alternate timeline? Maybe. <laughs> I don't like this one. Maybe it was a maybe it's a clone me messing up or something like that. <laughs> no, maybe. Uh, yeah, I'll the real Brian like, would never gloss over Creed no. reuniting. And death or not Creed or exactly about. celebrity deaths. No. No. He loves the obituaries too. Yeah, no. he does. That. That's right. Because he keeps looking for himself and read read obituaries. Yep. No, you're right, though. Tony Bennett, was sad real quick. Super legendary. Loved his voice. You know, he, and later in life, you know, he, he did a lot of concerts with uh, uh, Lady Gaga, you might remember. And, hmm? and then he did a Lady Gaga. Over the last, I think it was the last year, he did his last concert, and she 
it just made, it was like a it was like a bittersweet type story because she was so what was that sentence i was trying but you were talking it was a bittersweet story his last performance because he was developing alzheimer's and all uh-huh. that he could, he could not really remember so lady gaga was performing with him on a few shows and she was really helping him and guide him and all that and they really gotcha. developed kind of a kinship and a bond and there were scenes of her on his last performance just really being so nice and kind with him it made a lot of positive news yeah. so was, they did know, an album anyway. together the two of them uh, yeah, yeah. I I yeah. I don't care for her music. It's not not it's not bad at all. It's just not my deal. But the yeah. more like I see about like her like interviews public of like like her actual personality shit, that woman's uh, she's she's, awesome. she's a good class dude. Act. Class she's act. a good dude. Talented class act for sure. But yeah. yeah, Tony Bennett was great. By the way, if you want to smile, by the way, go go watch some of the Alec Baldwin impersonations. Of Tony Bennett on Saturday Night Live, you see that recurring bit oh, yeah, of Tony yeah, Bennett. Yeah. Shows. That's really great. That is really great. One, one of them <laughs> starred the actual Tony Bennett made a cameo on the Tony Bennett show. Not as Tony that's Bennett, cool. but it was yeah, it, that's sure, super good. Yeah, everything was yeah. great. Yeah, it was great. And the promos he would do, so so good. And it's then, one of uh, the best. Saint O'Connor, obviously. I mean, it was pretty popular in the nineties and very super. Uh, popular song nothing compares to you the prince cover and then sure. certainly was infamous probably one of the most infamous uh uh, uh, uh appearances yeah. yes SNL, where she tore yeah. the picture of the pope mm-hmm. i don't know why and she was quickly banned well, from was, snl and that was that so i think it was yeah. like his opinions on like because uh, she was like very um ireland like mm-hmm. a, 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 like Ireland Basin, like he had some opinions on on like the northern. I know nothing about. Well, she was Irish, the, the, right? Yeah, right. But but yeah. like Northern Ireland, Ireland to to you know other factions. Like there's a whole political thing that I know nothing about. I know that okay. she would. She is like a a a staunch. She was a staunch, you know, supporter of like her thing for Ireland. But mm. the best way i know without looking up right now and and the pope had said or done something that offended her group that she was supporting and Ah. that is why she tore it up it wasn't just like i'm a rebel no he had said something or done something that offended the whole group of like irish people that you know that uh sect of irish people again i apologize I don't know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. I know the very <laughs> Irish politics correspondent Dean Harvey. <laughs> exactly right. So, so I'm just giving New you. The, the, no. it, it just wasn't her being like just a, a rebel dickhead. There was a polit. It was a political statement. Okay. Okay. Makes it makes that makes more sense. Thank you. Yeah, Appreciate and it, and it kind of more excuses her for that action because she was de- demonified by that mm-hmm. action for a long time. Oh yeah, because a lot of people just saw what she did and go, "What a dick!" No, it was a it was a political statement. You know, she was she was making a statement like a lot of people make political statements, whether protest of any sort. That was her protest. Okay, very good. Well, it's not unlike you know, as I mentioned before. Before every episode, you know, I lift the hay wagon, do a few things, and I always I have a picture, several pictures of Dean. I keep I have one on mm-hmm. the mirror. 
Yeah, just before every episode, I go and I just, I just crumple it up, just like Rocky. Was that the one with me <laughs> with the titty? T- was that the one with yep. me and the titty tassels mm-hmm. that I sent you? Go yep, ahead. I just grab it, just crumple it up, and I'm ready. Just ready. give it a good squeeze. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. And in real life, mm-hmm. that's right. All right, well, we're ending on a, a a somber music topic with losing a couple uh, you know, well-known musicians, but we're going to come back with a more fun. Music well, you had to topic. end with it if you knew how to do your goddamn job. That's yeah, what's right. up, what, did That's you say right. something? I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> clone me is slipping. <laughs> so hopefully the, hopefully the next clone will, will, will do better on our third segment. That's right. Uh, idiot Palooza that Dean will explain when you return after the break. <laughs> Three. And welcome back to segment number three of Convincing Idiots. I'm, uh, we're all very glad to see that you have found your way this evening to Idiot Palooza. That's right. Idiot Palooza um, is actually uh, the brainchild of uh, our Zenial Dean. So I will now turn the reins over <clears throat> to Zenial Dean. Dean, this was your idea. You may explain to us all right. uh, what, what, what your uh, Idiot Palooza is all about here. So tell us what well, it is. Well, thank you, Uncle Nick. Um, mm-hmm. I, the, the idea here Let's is make that, some noise for Zenial Dean. Let's make yeah, some noise. Let's right. make some noise that's, out here. Here we go. Here no, we go. that's not. You got to get the crowd hype. I, I'm hoping we do that in post, right? <laughs> so... <laughs> No, the, the idea here is we each get a stage, and on your stage, you pick five bands. This is Idiot Palooza. Mm-hmm. Each of us get a stage, and you pick your five bands. You can do with your stage what you want. You know, bring it from the, the opening act to the, the main act. You could have a whole country. You can mix it from rock to rap to country, however you want to do it. It's your stage on Idiot Palooza. Uh, but the only thing I ask is when you name your bands, um, give me a little explanation of, uh, you know, why you chose them. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. So let's start because I, I'm pretty sure uh, Nick's chomping at the bit here. So, Nick. That's me. Let's chomping hear at the bit. stage one of Idiot Palooza. All right. Well, being featured on the millennial stage Creed. at Idiot Palooza, <laughs> right? Uh, we tried to book Creed. Unfortunately, that overlapped with the with summer Nick's of '99 cruise. That they, they, you know, they had to be on the cruise. They're out on the ship that week. So yeah. uh, obviously, mm. the opener is going to be Hillary Duff. And the reason for that ah. is no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You're so serious. No, no. Uh, so, and I'm like, am I giving my whole? I'm giving my whole stage. Right. This is my yeah, this is my stage. lineup. So. Uh, our yep. opening act for the main stage. So, in my uh, ideology, mains this my main stage. We're going heavy hitters. Okay, we want the crowd moving. We want uh, we want to get people going. So, for our my opening act, uh, she is no stranger to Lollapalooza. She's had a few big performances there, as well as uh, she's no stranger to this podcast. This evening, she's already been mentioned. Uh, my opening act is Lady Gaga. Uh, mm-hmm. Lady Gaga's got a catalog of a lot of hit songs. Uh, she's got slow songs. She's got dance songs, the fun party songs. She's got it all. Sure. So she's going to play a little mix. I like to think maybe we'd open up with a little acoustic. Actually, referencing uh, Tony Bennett and stuff, 
maybe she sings one of the songs with uh that she performed with him maybe mm-hmm. we see a uh, a hologram tony bennett even featured in the lady well, gaga set I this like could that be living idea. or dead dean correct you can yep. bring people living back to life. Yeah. i apologize yeah, right. I should have said okay that. living or dead okay um so that would be my opening act so i got lady gaga here she's gonna get the crowd moving we're setting the tone um next up uh a, another one another alum of Lollapalooza. this band has played Lollapalooza many times and um i like this so on on the millennial stage i would also like to point out we have uh um we're gonna call it uh the the era gonculator it's a special thing to where you can take a band or an artist and from any era so mm-hmm. um after lady gaga we're going to take Lollapalooza veterans pearl jam they are my favorite oh, band. Sure. Uh, they've had many great performances, but and as much as I love Pearl Jam and I love what they do today, I love their entire catalog. I want first two to three albums Pearl Jam. I want early to mid nineties sure. Pearl Jam. You're, I want the Booker. Eddie Vedder hanging off the fucking lighting rig, yep, going crazy, go. diving off of the amps into the crowd. I want well, at this point he might bring it that hit. version, right? So we, you know, actually, probably almost broke something last time, but uh, yeah. So uh, Pearl Jam would be a great uh uh addition i think next to kind of set the tone here um they're an amazing live band uh so they would be fantastic uh following pearl jam now we're gonna hit a different era yet okay we're gonna move into the future a little bit with the music and we're gonna go with a hip-hop artist and again my era gonculator as we have coined on the millennial stage Mm -hmm. this is going to be uh pre Pre uh, anti-Semitic Kanye West. <laughs> Kanye West sure. is an uh, incredible show. Seen him live. Incredible artist has made some of the. It's it sucks. He's made some of the like greatest pieces of artistic music in like my generation, and like now we're just we can't like him the same because he's kind of a bag of shit. And, right. But. You well, know, this is the, this at, could be the pre-Crazy We're going pre-anti-Semite Kanye West. We're, doing, we're yeah. doing Life of Pablo and before. So yep. uh, Kanye West would be next. Uh, warming up for the headliner. This is, uh, you're probably going to wonder, when I say this band, how can you even go any bigger than them? But no one does showmanship, does stage prefer, uh, presence, gives you a performance and a spectacle quite like you wanted the best, you got the best, <laughs> the hottest band in the world, KISS wow. is next. They are setting the stage for the headliner. Right. KISS is going to set off the pyro. What We're going to blow fire. We're going to KISS. Oh, original four. Well, yeah, ah, original four. Original yes. four. Sure, I yes. want no because I need Peter was. Yeah, I want Peter on the drums. Although Eric Carr would be a a fine option as well. We definitely mm. need need Ace in the band, and that's no discredit to any other guitarist who Work has tried to fill the space boots. But you need those Ace Frehley guitar solos, absolutely. Yes. The smoking guitar, the whole nine yards. So, yeah, we're Excellent. going. We're going original four Kiss. So uh, after that, how do you go bigger than Kiss? Well. In my time of but Nick, uh, seeing, you can't. oh well, I but I can, and I will tell you how. In my time of seeing, I would never had the pleasure of seeing this artist in person, but I have never seen anyone just stand in front of a stadium of people, still as a statue, and they all lose their fucking minds like they did for Michael Jackson, the King of Pop. Mm. Michael Jackson is the headliner. Wow. Michael Jackson sure. is the. Who has more hits than Michael Jackson? Who has, I mean, you could play for two hours and everybody could sing to every song. 
Mm-hmm. So uh, again, this is this is you know before we knew stuff about Michael Jackson. Let's just put it that way. Maybe this is an alternate reality Michael Jackson where he probably didn't do horrible things. So uh, Michael Jackson <laughs> is my headliner. Say what you will about the man, whatever he did or did not do. Uh, fact of the matter is, as an artist, he and musician, didn't diddle kids into the microphone. That's true. He, yeah, I mean, you know, that was never part of the show. So that's in that right. certainly would not be part of Nick Palooza. But uh, yeah, so Lady Gaga's warming up. We're going to lead into uh, 90s Pearl Jam. We're going hmm. to uh, pre, pre-anti-Semitic Kanye West, original four <laughs> kiss. Some, and then some caveats to these artists. Michael, Michael Jackson. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> that, is, that is my main stage. That is on the uh, millennial stage at uh, Idiot Palooza. So, uh, well, well, ladies and gentlemen, not coming to the stage. <laughs> oh my god, that's my favorite one. <laughs> that's my fucking favorite one. It's everybody's favorite Boo, one. We wanted the uh, other one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very uh, good. good. Yeah. All right, so uh, well, going through. Uh, should we? Who do, should we go to next? Who wants? That's it up next? to you. You you call it. Well, that, Dean, this was you'll you'll be the. Well, you say yours last, so we'll go with Brian now. Brian, okay. who's on the Gen X stage? Okay. Jared a lot Hall. of classic, no surprise. <laughs> a lot of classic, like arena top uh, type rock and other, other. So I, I have like ebbs and flows of the moves. So I like Nick had here too. So, okay. Uh, I'm giving you from an, for an opening act, we're going to come out. We're going to really get the crowd going. We're going to create some instant energy with. Queen, the great Freddie Mercury. Oh, that's gonna get that's, that's gonna get the crowd that's going. A hell of a gotta, start. That yeah, is plenty yeah. plenty of Freddie sing-alongs. Mercury is opening the show. <laughs> right. Yes. I'm excited. Yeah, yes. I, I can't wait to see what's fucking closing. Come on. You got high energy, you're going, you're really revved up, and we're gonna come Having out after that. Time. Yes. Then we're gonna kind of even off and just go into a a bit of a darker tone. We're gonna give you Hard rock, you're amped up. There's people of all kinds. People like all kinds of different music, oh, yeah. here, right? Obviously, we're going to go into Black Sabbath. Oh, the beautiful. original, original Black Sabbath. Tony Iommi, Ozzy, Young Ozzy, Geezer. When he, when he could tell you where he lived, I don't even care about that. It's just you're going to get the Young Ozzy and that whole feel. A Black Sabbath and live darkness, the thunder, and people now it's like, man, now you're in a, just a. You're not really sure how to, how your emotions are at this point here, but you've heard some definitive, super guitar work and all that. Right, we're gonna you just you just ahead. had like you just, you're a fella who just came twice. How in the hell do you get the energy to go back for for a third? Yeah, and that's something. Yeah, I, you're gonna kind of even Incredible. things out a little bit. Now we're, we need to raise the energy back up a little bit. Jeez! All right. Uh, I'm gonna give you for the third act. How about the great Prince? We talked about mm. Prince a little bit on the movie Ooh. soundtrack. And that's he a, did, he that's two... kind of a good mellow in between, though. Yes. You know what I mean? It's yeah. you know with guitar wise, you know. Yes. Bo- that's good. I like that. Yeah, you, you still get some. You know, it, it's some of the best guitar work you're ever going to hear from any human, certainly. From Prince, right? Stellar vocals again, whole different vibe and feel. And then I'm gonna give you some classic. Uh, it, it, we're gonna go to the Beatles after that. Okay, all, all right. right. Take take you back to some roots. 
now your emotions are, I don't even know where to go. I'm not sure what to do. I've, I've, I've felt you know, all kinds of different emotions from the, I got the Beatles now in my right. headline act. Beatles even aren't even a headline act. I'm going to give you the, the headline act, the great Led Zeppelin. Oh, nice. The headline. That's good. All the different tones and feels of Led Zeppelin. And you think about the final song you're probably going to hear in that is, of course, the Stairway to Heaven, I'm sure. I, what a show. That's, that's, a, a, that's a good show. You have a lot of different types of music you're going to experience. Some yeah. of the greatest vocalists and guitar players yeah. that ever lived on earth with a musicianship all those bands. on display. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. You think about it, every one of those bands is some of the greatest guitar players that ever lived. And musicians. Right. Guitar players. Right. Musicians that ever lived, including the vocalists. So there you have it. Not 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 a horrible lineup. That's, that's a damn good uh stage you have there, Brian. Dean, what do you right. got? Okay. Um, Gen X I, stage. I am going back and forth because it, it honestly, I don't know if I could beat you guys. Uh, you guys, <clears throat> you guys have a really good, both you guys are really good stages. Nick, well, I can bring them hands over here and try. <laughs> um, number number one, Rhode Island Yankovic. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. He was almost on my list. He's not got a sub stage. Like a right. smaller stage. Yeah, he's right? out there with the, the comedians and stuff. I was gonna no. say he's the he's the band that plays at the comedian tent. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have I have gone back and forth. Um, I didn't mention it, but like my one idea was like that we didn't have the same uh, artist, right? Because mm -hmm. we're all in the same venue. Yep. But and the only thing that did overlap is as Brian took my headliner so give me a okay. second i'm gonna mm. move this guy to here okay Ooh, and I, okay i was gonna try I to guess am, who it was i think i know who it is no go know. ahead who, who was your headliner what? prince no Beatles. no okay oh yeah okay that makes sense it was the yeah, Beatles. yeah that makes sense mm -hmm. i am going okay so i'm gonna move here okay all right so i am going to start mine's gonna be a little more mellow right Mm -hmm. um, that's a little more my taste, but I'm going to start with somebody that you two wouldn't even in a million years guess that I would even put on my stage, let alone my opener, because he's going to get the crowd really feeling it. He's got he's got different Snoop vocals from Doggy not that Snoop. far away. No, Gordon right. Lightfoot. <laughs> <laughs> the other one. Gordon Damn it, now I have to hold on. Let me rewrite this. <laughs> nope. I am I am starting out my stage with Post Malone. Oh, okay, ah, nice. That's okay. a good one. Okay, that's yeah. a good song. Good. He's got a lot of different vocal ranges, yep. a lot of different mm -hmm. genres built in in how you know his performances. Yeah. So I'm gonna get I'm gonna get everybody in going with Post Malone. And my mm -hmm. number two is you guys probably don't you probably heard of them, and I probably talked about them, but one of my favorite bands ever is Blue October. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, know, it, yeah. They're mellow, but they, I love the sound. They're one of my fans. So this that's kind of a, a Homer deal on my part, is mm -hmm. number two, uh, Blue October. Hey, old man, who are these guys? Right, exactly. But <laughs> once you hear them, it's one of those bands that like you don't know, but when you hear them, you're like, oh, shit, let me Google this shit. And they're unmistakable. His voice is very unique. No one sounds yes. like him. Absolutely. Yeah. And it, they're very good. 
Um, all right. So number three, I had fun with this because I wanted to put, um, I knew that neither of you two would have any country music on there. And, but then I thought to myself, what country music would work with the list that I have here? Well, who, you know, she works with any genre of music because she is the fucking queen of entertainment. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, Dolly mm. Parton. Hey, I like it. I like yeah, it. Number good. three. Nice. She has what? She has like a, 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 a rock album or something coming out? Yes. A metal yeah, look album? At, again, look at the model of that thing. When you t- <laughs> right. Seriously, look at, look at it. It's pretty exactly. amazing. She, yeah. she is the epitome of entertainment, and she's a goddamn saint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She'd be so passing number- free books out to kids everywhere. Like, exactly. <laughs> yeah. She's the reason we fucking got over COVID. Mm-hmm. So, number three, Dolly Parton. Number four, this is where I had to change it up. It got switched over. But I'm going to go with somebody that wasn't originally until the Beatles got bumped. I'm going number four. He sings one of their songs. It's one of his biggest hits. And it fits with the jamming situation that I have. Ladies and gentlemen, number four, Joe Cocker. Oh, Mm. wow. Man. That fucking voice. And, I mean, he did uh, uh, the original festival. I, I, I mean, how do you not? Like get into like that, just that soulful growl that he has. So he's he's gonna like have like the whole, you know, it's kind of like the 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 let me down before you go up for the for the final. Love nice. his voice, love his tones. And Somewhere then five. my father is smiling right now. After you said that, <laughs> there you go. He loved Joe Cocker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he's so amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then number five, my main event, my headliner. It's a, sh- it's it's a travesty. He's not in the Hall of Fame yet, and, but he will be. Jack White. Wow. Oh yeah, there you go. Okay, Jack White. Now, this is Jack White solo or the White Stripes. Jack White. And, Jack White. And there's okay. a reason because it's, the reason is Jack White because like everybody I've seen from Jack White to Dolly Parton to Blue October, Post Malone, Joe Cocker. In my head, after Jack White's done doing his set, all of them come back and join them for a fucking jam session. Love it. Mm-hmm. Picture all of those artists coming out on one side and just fucking jamming out for another hour. Absolutely. Yeah. Ooh, I like Love that. it. Yeah. The whole the whole crowd's high at that point. They're Call high. Dean at that Gumbo. Point. Gumbo. Ex- there you go. Yeah. So that is my stage. Fantastic. Love it. Mm, I like it. All right, so one last time, we'll just, you don't have to explain it anymore. Just name your five. Nick, go ahead. Yep, so uh, we're starting with Lady Gaga, followed by Pearl Jam, Kanye West after them, Kiss, and then finally the headliner, Michael Jackson. That's good. Very good. I got Queen, Black Sabbath, Prince, The Beatles, and Led Zeppelin. John was still Dean's idea for the, for the finale. Stairway to Heaven, they all come out on the stage. And, dude, that and all, yeah. all the guitar players do a point <clears throat> Peter the And play the, the same thing at the same time. Ah, Fuck. Yeah. That's in heaven. That's awesome. I'll be in heaven if there's a heaven for sure. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. Uh, actually, a lot of my artists, as I'm looking at them, have uh, collaborated, I believe, except for like ah, Kiss, other than Kiss. I think everybody's got something that they've, you know, crossed over with one another at some point. But yeah. 
All right. Dean, and Dean so sorry. My list is Post Malone, Blue October, Dolly Parton, Joe Cocker, and Jack White. And at the mm. end, they all come out for a goddamn jam session. Fan and Word, and Word Al joins the jam session on the accordion. Yeah. Actually, God damn it. I, I actually held that back because Weird Al will jo- join the jam session on all three stages of uh-huh. your guys' oh, okay. too. Oh, yeah. I like okay, I like it. Yeah, with, everybody with just Weird Al. Yep. Sure. Yep. Yep. All. And and except for Nick's stage, Weird Al does a duet with Michael Jackson and they do Eat It. Oh, Thank you. See, oh yeah, absolutely. See, oh, oh my God. Come on. Chef now. kiss. Wow. Come on. Come on. Very good. So ultimately, Weird Al is the MVP <laughs> of all of our stages. Welcome to Weird Al Palooza. <laughs> he's to Weird not, Al, he's not the main act in any stage, but he somehow is in every performance. Yep. That's right. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that's that's worth good money. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Do you want I to mean, see the, you honestly all made, the artists do a, a Stairway to Heaven and all this stuff? Or you want to see Weird Al sing Eat It with Michael Jackson? Ah. <laughs> I would go to the eat it stage, honestly. Like, how often are you going to see that? You never. Like, I've see seen that. a lot of guitarists play with each other, but like <laughs> Michael and Weird Al together. I mean, together? how many people? How many guitar players can we can lean back to back and just do this to each other? <laughs> uh, it's Weird Al and Michael Jackson. It's a, it's a fucking accordion. Come on, together. Right. Yeah, Come right. on. God damn it! He's moonwalking. <laughs> He's playing the accordion. Ah, oh, man. Come on. Lady Gaga off to the side fucking mm. wearing a meat dress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Treating her bottom it. half like it's a fucking, uh, like she's a DJ. <laughs> yep. Yep. Damn. Oh, well. Yeah. Idiot Palooza is going I to be I wish this was a greatest. real thing. Yeah. I yeah. know, right? Someday. Forget right. Firefest. This is the best thing that never happened. This is the greatest mm. music festival that never happened. Idiot Palooza mm. is the greatest Ooh. film uh, music festival. Heaven or here or hell or sure. wherever you want to see it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Woodstock's a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. Fuck Woodstock. Yep. Mm-hmm. Joke. It's a fucking Lala, joke. Lala Palooza can suck on my titty meat. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You had to work it in. <laughs> Take another drink out there. You know I did. <laughs> yep. You know I did. Yep. You heard Jingle All the Way, and you also heard Titty Meat. So That's right. Drink up, bitches. Drink up. Actually, drink you up. get four yep. drinks because I got Brian to say Titty Meat. So. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You Let's get to take it a off. shot. Finish it off. <laughs> yep. All right. Good episode, guys. We've covered UFOs, music, Creed Jingle Cruise. All the Way. I mean, I... Mm-hmm. Crazy Creed Cruise. Yeah, we've done it all. Uh, yeah. Did you guys get your tickets yet? Still weird that we mentioned Creed yeah. Cruise, but all right. <laughs> it's weird. Dude, we're a pop culture podcast. Yeah. That's right. Why wouldn't Creed so Cruise be a part of it? Yep. <laughs> yep. I love it. Popular culture. Creed Cruise. I like it. Yeah. Yep. All right. Nick, yeah, we've made it. That's right, we have made it. 150, episode, 150 episodes, one hundred and fifty fucking episodes, and that's here right. we are, halfway to three hundred. Yep, that's right. At the you end, you guys of are yet so goddamn one. lucky. I mean, we really are to yep. have each someday other. Someday we'll figure that out. 
Yep. Yeah. No, I mean, to, like to do this with me. I mean, oh yeah, yeah, right. That true. People yeah. are like so jealous. I talked right. to a lot of them. Like I talked to my mm-hmm. mom, and, mm-hmm. and that's what she said. No, you didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't talk to my mom. I haven't <laughs> talked to her in a long time. She won't answer my calls. <laughs> she won't. Nick, how's she doing? She are. She's good. She's good. I oh, actually good. did see her today. Yeah, she's good. 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 Yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah. Anyway, episode one fifty. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Real quick. How's your mom? My mom's good. Yeah, she is. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's been a while. I think I was. I think she was wondering like why she hasn't been getting as much attention. <laughs> I know, show. right? So yeah, she <laughs> started like, getting. This is she some may, bullshit. It's she may like have stopped weeks. listening. Yeah, yeah right. I know. Yeah. So she might Jen, never man. hear that. Jen, we're to plan to see the movie with your mom. In all seriousness, not even a joke. Jen, yeah. baby girl, come back. <laughs> Baby girl, come on, baby, I come back. You. I got you. You can blame it all on me. Oh, we're, oh, we're going to the concert with your mom <laughs> pretty soon, Nick. That'll we are. Fun. We're going to see Kiss featured yeah, at right. Nickapalooza, Lollapalooza, Palooza. Oh. Yeah, my that's mom's right. going with us to Kiss. That's right. Yeah, that's coming up. So, and when we're done yeah. with this, I'm going to go kiss her. So it, it, that's a, that works go. out very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That. There you go. There you go. I'm gonna start on her wrist, Nick. Okay, I'm going to close this out. Episode 150 of close Convincing Idiots was a good one. We thank mm-hmm. you for joining us for any of the past episodes. If you joined us at all before or if this is your very first time, we welcome you to explore 150 more with us. We'll see. So, uh, if you have not already done so, find us on all your favorite social media accounts. We have a link tree. Just go to Google. Type in Convincing Idiots Link Tree. L-I-N-K-T-R-E-E. Find all of our social media accounts. Like, subscribe, rate, review, follow, all that fun stuff, and it really helps us out, so we appreciate it. Uh, also, feel free to visit our website, that's convincingidiots.wordpress.com So, for this episode of Convincing Idiots, for the 150th time, I am your millennial, Nick. I am Jen's boo, the Zenial Dean. <laughs> I am... Creed Cruising, Gen X Brian. Oh, fuck, yeah. Have we convinced you to set sail with us on a Creed Cruise in the future, or perhaps come find us backstage at the next Idiot Palooza. Idiot Cruise, coming your way. Ooh. The anti-Brian uh, <laughs> league we meet on Tuesdays. Part of it, we, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I appreciate. It. No stats. Oh. So fucking smart. <laughs> uh, is he married yet? God damn it! Well, no, no, no. Every week, fucking actually, that's how the meetings child. start. The meeting starts with "Is he married yet?" and then everybody just bursts out in laughter. That's right, exactly.